I apologize. I had the order of services wrong. All right. Uh, so there was something interesting that God put on my heart this week. And I'm glad that we have some parents and some kids in the audience because I'm going to ask you guys to participate in something. And you may have noticed that uh, down here there's a wheelbarrow. This is not normal church decoration for our visitors. So all of the children, let's see, all, all children under 18, let's say, all children under 18, will you bring one of your parents and come to the front? I'll let you pick which one. <laughs> then, I don't know, you might have to bring both of your parents, Wigginses. And both parents can come if they want to, I'm just, you don't, you don't have to. And Jonathan, if you will put up those verses from Joshua chapter 4 on the wall for me. Joshua 4, verses 1 through 9. You guys can have a seat for a second, parents and kids. All right, we're going to read through this story, which some of you are very familiar with this story. Now, immediately preceding the events of Joshua chapter 4, the Israelites were just about to go into the promised land. And what had happened is they came up to the big Jordan River. And the Jordan River, it says, was overflowing its banks at this time. It was very heavy with the new rainfall. So a very wide river here for them to cross. And, of course, God miraculously took them across it. The Ark of the Covenant led the way. And it stopped there in the middle of the river, and the waters piled up on one side, so the Israelites were able to easily cross through. So this miraculous thing happened, and here's what happens afterwards. It says, and it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over Jordan, doesn't mean they were really clean, it just means they, they got through safe, uh, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe of man, and command them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones. And ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place where ye shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men, whom he had prepared of the children of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of Jordan, and take you up, every man of you, a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel. That this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? That ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so, as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones out of the midst of Jordan, as the Lord spake unto Joshua, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over with them unto the place where they were lodged, and laid them down there. And Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests which bear the Ark of the Covenant stood. And there they are to this day. Kids, each of you, please come down to this wheelbarrow and pick out a rock. Whichever one you want. And bring it back and sit back down with it. 
Now, while the children are picking out a rock, I want to go back to, I think it's verse 4, John. Parents, pay careful attention to this verse. Joshua called the 12 men, and there is this, Brother Kenny confirmed this is right. It starts with whom? This is a prepositional phrase, isn't it? Whom he had prepared. A what now? An adjective clause. Thank you, Brother Kenny. I I knew I, I needed confirmation there from the expert. This adjective clause is the exceptional part that I want to point out to you here. Whom he had prepared. Parents, you are the people whom he had prepared. You've had a lot of training and experiences in your life that you have to share with your kids. These aren't just random people that Joshua said, we're going to run it like a lottery, and if you get the right number, you're one of the 12. These are men that very specifically Joshua had prepared for this task. Okay, let's see the rocks that you guys have. Oh, stand up with your rock here. This is a perfect example. Now, I want to ask you, this rock, is it heavy? No? Now, if you had to stand here with it for like three days, would it start getting heavy? Yeah, yeah. You can sit back down. I don't want you standing up too far with that rock. (laughs) Parents, you have a memorial to share with your kids. That's your rock. Your rock that you are supposed to bear evidence of to your children. But you know what? Sometimes there are things that your children get from you that are too heavy for them to bear on their own. The problem with what gets shared with your children is that you can't take it back. I would love it if there were a heavy rock that some child was falling under the weight of and I could just go and relieve them of that burden. But once a a child finds something out, there is no unopening that door. That weight is theirs to carry. But you know what you can do? You can help them. You can go up alongside them and you can help bear that weight with them. And that's something that I think sometimes we do a bad job of as parents. Our kids are going through things that are burdening them, that are weighing them down. That they were not ready for the level of knowledge that they got. Especially in our information age. Boy, there is stuff that is coming up that your kids, you don't even know that they know yet. But what about the things of God that they start learning that maybe they don't quite have a grasp on? The, the details of the Trinity of God. Boy, that's a hard concept for adults to understand sometimes. Are we letting our kids carry these burdens on their own? Parents, take a look at the rocks that your children have chosen. Good job, Trinity. Nice and light. I can help you with that one. But realize that these aren't the only things that they're carrying, and they're going to take these home with them. We'll let you switch yours out if you want, but. (laughs) But these rocks are theirs to bear, but they're not theirs to bear alone. And just like the children of Israel had this memorial that they were to tell others about through the generations, you have the responsibility to share these things with your children. But that's not the end of it. You know, the very verse 7 there, whenever Joshua tells them what to tell their kids, he says, you should tell them the waters of Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it passed over Jordan. 
The waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Now, that's not much information, considering all that transpired when Israel crossed over Jordan. There was a lot more information than that. And I bet, maybe when these kids were three or four and walked past this pile of rocks and said, Hey, Dad, what's that? That might have been exactly what they told them. Well, we carried these out of Jordan when God let us cross safely over because the water stopped up. And the kid at three or four said, Okay. But at seven or eight, that kid's like, Wait a minute. We were over on the other side of Jordan? We don't live there. Why were we there? They need more information. As these children start to grow, they have heavier burdens that they can bear. And if you are only imparting to them the tiniest of pebbles, they are not growing in their walk with God. They don't understand the faith that you have because you've never imparted that to them. So you have a, two very distinct levels of things that you need to worry about. One, do your children have burdens that are too heavy for them to bear alone that you are not helping them with? If that's the case, get in there and help them shoulder the load. You're not going to take it from them, but you can help them. And on the other side, are your children growing up and you refuse to admit that? I have that problem sometimes. But your children are growing up, and they're going to find the information about spirituality. If you don't teach it to them, they're going to find it. That information is all around them. But spirituality is not the faith that you have, and it's not true, and it's not real. So my challenge for you all today as you take your rocks and head back down in a minute is that you children think about the burdens that you're carrying that maybe your parents don't know that you have yet. Because your parents love you, and they want to help you out. And parents, think about the burdens that your kids are carrying down there. Do you need to give them more? Do you need to help them bear what they already have? Let's be like the children of Israel and keep the memorial going, but let's do it in the right manner. You guys can take a seat. Thank you so much. Brother Mitch.